and welcome to How Is That Not A Thing? Each episode, our experts will present crazy products and inventions, and we'll take turns at deciding whether they're real or not. I'm joined today by Freddie Riddell. Hello. Neural Shamir. Hello. And Sophie Mahond. Hello. Guys, how are you doing today? Not great. Woke up with a sore throat. It's chilly. I'm fucking great. What's the date today, Freddie? Um, I don't know, Maxie. Well, I think it's the 12th. It's the 12th. 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 Oh my god, you guys are crap. Happy Valentine's Day! That's what I was getting at! It's almost Valentine's Day. Ooh! Now, a day for lovers. A day for lovers. Romance. Love is in the air. Some people might be coming up to this Valentine's Day considering taking their relationship to the next stage and marrying their their partner. This is an app that facilitates the asking of asking for someone's hand in marriage it's called will you marry me that sounds terrible will you marry it might be will you marry dot me i was about to say it's definitely will you marry dot me and it's an app that basically it just says (laughs) it's quite simple yep it's not a great app gonna be honest but it just says will you marry me it's got a picture of a ring and and you click yes i will or i'm not sure like there's no 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 no. it's not it's not a no it's more like because you don't want to say you don't want to be like no you what if you like, want to be like, oh, I'm like, not ready for this? Or is something. it like a Facebook event? So you're like, interested? <laughs> Maybe. Not going. <laughs> Ignore. <laughs> Delete event. <laughs> Block user. Yeah. yeah. Will you marry Dot Me? I hate it. You hate all of the things I say. It's not like I invented it. No, and I'm not saying I hate the things you say. This is just a terrible app. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I know that to get push notifications, you have to have the app installed on your own phone, which means you've got to get your lover's phone, install the app on it, and then sneak away and send them the message. So I don't think it's a sending thing. I think you present the phone to them and they click on the on how they would respond. And they say romance is dead. Yeah. Darling, can you click this for me on my phone? Thanks. I'm not <laughs> capable of myself. Oh, what does it say? Uh, will, will, will you... Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I think I'd be more likely to say yes if I was presented with a cat that had a dead bird in its mouth that was attached to a ring. <laughs> <laughs> Maxie, try that. Do you know anyone who's used it? No. Do you, um, do you know if anyone's bought it? Are there any yeah. reviews? Are there testimonies? Because usually they have it on this kind of thing. Oh, my oh. phone wasn't being used right now. I would. I bet an app like that would have hilarious reviews. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it seems just it worked. What a success. <laughs> or would not use again. <laughs> I am married now. Update. No longer married. <laughs> <laughs> she did not read it. The uh, one reason to have this app is if you and your wife are both app developers and you met at an app developing conference. <laughs> Niche, yeah. but you know. Okay, what if your potential wife is uh, deaf and you're proposing to someone who's deaf and they need a visual like medium for this proposal? You should know sign language. The yeah. one. <laughs> And that, on that bombshell, we'll move on to the, do you think it's real? Mm, I'm not sure about this. <laughs> you know, well, don't, don't say yes, then, Sophie. People at home, w- will you marry this app? No. Is this uh, a marriage of ideas? Gavin, hey. uh, at home, take out your How Is That Not A Thing app and uh, press the Is That A Thing or Is That Not A Thing buttons on it. Shall I make an app? No. <laughs> yes, for everything an, in an life. App, a companion. Do you think it's a thing? Uh, absolutely not. No? Categorically, no. No? No. Well, it's a thing! Fuck off! Oh. Oh. Absolutely should no. be a thing. 
Oh, it's so bad. Oh, that's horrendous. Oh, it's almost illegible. Be- uh, oh my god, there's an advert for online dating. dating at the bottom. The, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> it's got an. A- <laughs> well, that's quite handy actually because uh, if they click no, then you uh, can go straight onto the dating. What does that say? Okay, do you know what I that's need a, more time. That's a serious <laughs> I need problem. more time. It's. It's, it's completely illegible. It's incomprehensible. You can download it right now, Freddie. I'm going to. Wait, is it in a, can I send her a proposal right now? Right, Freddie. Hello. It was festival the other week, and we all know about overpriced festival drinks. Am I right? You, yeah. They are actually like it kind of ruins the festival like, if you can't it's sneak so stuff in. It's so expensive. You're listening to the Arctic Monkeys or the Verve. Uh, you step away for one second. Go to one of those kitsch pop-ups and order uh, one of their finest micro-brews and they say, certainly sir, that'll be £30. What? You say, clapping your hands to your cheek and turning to the man behind you in the queue. That's outrageous! The vivid description is really getting me into this. Yeah, sorry, I yeah. don't know where that came from. I I've really definitely done that exact sequence of events. Yeah. So, is it you going to solve this problem for us, Freddie? Well, you might already be familiar with the beer belly, which is sort of a reverse camelback for beer that a man can wear, and it makes him look like a fat man, but he's just full of beer instead, and you can drink the beer. But what if you're a lady? How are you going to smuggle your own liquor into a music festival? Introducing. Alcohol smuggling tampons. Wait, I've got a fundamental flaw in that. Okay. Okay. Beer belly, pregnant woman. I was going to say, this is yeah. exactly what I was going to say. No, but then if you start getting drunk off your beer belly as a pregnant woman, oh, sorry. If you start getting drunk off your beer gut pregnancy belly, yeah. people are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You can't drink when you you're pregnant. Neanderthal, how dare you drink while you're pregnant? You Neanderthal. <laughs> the Neanderthals went extinct because <laughs> because they kept drinking during pregnancy. Well, who knows? Do you know? Sorry, so you you left us on the the, the brink of this. Uh, on the brink of the idea. The precipice. If you're a woman and you don't want to do that pregnancy thing, alcohol smuggling tampons. Right. So it's not an actual tampon. It looks. So you don't just soak up some vodka in a tampon. No, because that's a quick and easy way to die. I was I was suggesting you squeeze it out actually. But. Oh, like ring out like bear yeah. grills. Yeah. Let me tell you my brother. It looks like the packet that you keep a tampon in, but it's actually a resealable plastic container that you fill up with liquor. Because what security guard is going to take a woman's tampons off her? Genius. Exactly. Yeah, mm, brilliant. So you, you you fill it up with perhaps a bit of uh, Morgan's spiced rum, perhaps some Kahlua. And then you, you smuggle it into Boomtown or V-Fest, and then you get wasted. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what? That's really clever, actually, because um, there is a thing called a wine bra. Ooh. That you're, you, it's basically a push-up bra, but the push-up element is wine. And you've got a little straw that comes out the side that you, like, suck on. But if you're going into a festival and you get um, patted down, it's going to be a bit funny if you've got a sloshy boob. You've just had a really dodgy boob job. Yeah. <laughs> no more hip flasks into weird events either. And the best thing is, you can you can have as many tampons as you like. Yeah. It's true. You can, you can just say you've got a really heavy flow. I do. I, I say that every time I go to a festival. <laughs> Unprompted. <laughs> People at home, why not go up to the nearest security guard and tell him that you have a heavy flow? <laughs> it's, there's not... Surely, like, that's not a very big container. But alcohol can be very strong. That's true. So you, you get 50% like, vodka. But you can also get, like, the super tampons are quite sizable. Like, that's definitely the size of one shot. Okay. Mm. 
more than yeah it's just like a shot in a tube basically yeah yeah like have you ever been in a club where they sell shots and test tubes those are ruddy I would never ever oh yeah no I've never bought one but they sell them at Dunham they do what's the point of them just buy alcohol shots and test tubes yeah because I bought some plastic coloured test tubes I could put shots in them Mm. and flog them for a pound each why did you buy those Sophie because they were a pound from oh, right. Poundland. You'd be rude not to. Do I do a science subject? No. Will I need test tubes? No. Do I need these? Yes. <laughs> uh, Andre, why don't you um, find someone and pour liquor all over their feminine hygiene products while screaming whether you think this is a real thing or not? Yeah. Do you think it's real, though? Absolutely. That's genius. I'm just so upset. You, you I, I'm, have this. I'm okay. just upset I didn't think of it. Next festival, Nura will be going with tampons filled with vodka yeah. disclaimer I won't Sophie do you think it's real I, I want it to be so yes just to be contrary I will say no I just think there's like you can't get very much alcohol in it so it sounds a little bit impractical I'll just take a hip flask alright well Max you were wrong to be contrary oh because it is a real thing there are so many events where you're they would confiscate a hip flask. Yeah, no, I guess you're right. Honestly, any time a security guard has ever opened my bag to check and they've seen tampons, they instantly don't want to put their hand in. <laughs> I'm gonna... That's really funny. I'm gonna thrive on this fragile male masculinity. <laughs> I've never opened a bag, seen tampons, and gone, oh, it might be full of menstruation in there and closed the bag again. Men are like terrified. Oh, no! Well, I'm like, catch your period. I can feel a bleedy wee coming on right now. No, no. Over to you. Start the disappointment early. Um, oh. <clears throat> so. <laughs> there's a whole industry that has popped up around keeping your shoes clean, protecting your shoes, that kind of thing. I know, Maxi, for example, you've bought special sponges for cleaning your shoes. What are they? I do. Uh, melamine foam. I know I have a special spray that I spray on my suede shoes to kind of waterproof them. These products can only do so much. In certain conditions, when it's especially rainy or as we live in Durham, if it's especially muddy out, you need a bit more protection for your shoes. So this guy in, I think it's LA, LA has got a very big kind of shoe and trainer sneaker culture. And this guy in LA thought, we don't want to put a shower cap over your shoe when you want, need to walk outside. I mean, you do that in hospitals and, you know, kind of sterile environments, but it's not very swag. Have you ever been to an airport that has a cling film wrapping service mm-hmm. in the departure hall? So he thought, why not do that with shoes? Mm-hmm. So what he did was he took the same concept of these spinning cylinders of cling film that go around your suitcase but you do that with your shoe. So, mm-hmm. it's like a mini thing of what they have in the airport. You put your foot in it, and it cling films your shoe up, and then you take it out. It looks a little bit shiny, but you have an essentially, for the most part, protected shoe. But you can still see the shoe underneath. It's not awful and baggy like a shower cap. And that's his invention. Okay. If you're wearing sick crepes, if you've got your, you got your fresh crepes on, and you're going out in the in it's December, it's muddy, and you want to look on point, you wrap them up in a thin layer of plastic. Why not just wear proper shoes for the weather? Some some would say that. But yeah. if you got your Jordans on, if the girls so imagine this, Sophie, you bought your season two Yeezys. 
Mm. You want everyone to know that you're fresh to death. Mm. You're not just going to put on your Wellington boots. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm a function over fashion person. Right. Mm. Not for you, though. I can't get behind no, that. But I'm all about the style. Yeah, with you not owning a single pair of trainers. Right. Trainer fascist. <laughs> um, you exclusively wear boots, so this isn't for you either. This invention makes me sick to my very core, but it actually does make a bit of sense. Yeah, of and sense. I mean, the thing is, is that you can... I mean, this is more for kind of the US. Mm. The UK, where we walk around a lot, it's not ideal. But in the US, it's good enough to get to your car, get to your destination, get out the car, and then once you're indoors, you can take it off, because it's cling film, and just chuck it in the bin. That's why everyone in America's got such clean shoes. They drive they everywhere. They don't walk yeah. anywhere. Ah, oh, the fat pricks. <laughs> no, I think I, it's fair enough. Uh, like, it just, I don't know, I just kind of can't see, like, it just seems really futile. Mm-hmm. It just seems really just extra superfluous. I think you could almost actually incorporate it into your outfit. You could you wrap, could wrap the whole body. If you've got a really cling distinctive style, you could make cling film work as part of your shoe. You know that's what yeah. when people have really bad burns, they wrap them in cling film. Yeah. yeah. You wrap your tattoo in cling film as well when you've just got it. Mm, so if you've got a tattoo, perfect opportunity to have really clean shoes. <laughs> to reuse the cling no, film. So that, no, so that you, like, you match. I mean, people really <laughs> care about their shoes these days. Yeah. Like, people have huge, massive collections of very expensive special edition shoes. I've seen the effort people go to, like, online and stuff. Mm. You see the effort people go to over making their shoes look nice. So I can, I can imagine there is an industry, well, there is an industry around this. So. When you started, I wanted to tell you to shut up and leave, but this actually, it makes a lot of sense. You've taught me around and I want one. Cool. You want one? Yes. Wouldn't have gone that far. To protect, <laughs> to protect my boots. I think it sounds like there's a market for it. I'm not a member of that market. So I'll go for, yeah, it can be real. I also think it's probably real. Freddy? Uh, I also think it's real. Um, people at home. Percy, can you open up your computer, find your, your favourite text editor, write it is a thing or it's not a thing, print it out and mail it to your local MP. Or fax it. Or fax it. That is uh, that carries a lot more weight legally than email. Cool. Neural, is it a thing? It's not a thing. What? No. How is that not a thing? Uh. Make this a startup. We could definitely we'll make, let's start. Let's make it a thing. So we start wearing cling film on our shoes. If, if all you need to do is let Kanye West to come out one day, come out of his house wearing cling film, and. Everyone will do it. So, okay, Sophie, what have you got for us? <laughs> okay, so this is um, a really, really niche market um, mm -hmm. who are buying these things, um, and you're going to hate me for it, but it's a rowing device. Okay, um, yeah. So, uh, a lot of the problem that people find with rowing is um, that when you're rowing in a crew, all four people or all eight people have to be there for it to function. So, if one person drops out, then the rest of the crew can't row. Um, and that's pain. So someone has developed a sort of, it's like a simulated rower, not a rowing machine, not a kind of land-based rowing thing which exists anyway, but a simulated rower that means that you can set a certain pace um, for the boat, so you could put that person in stroke, um, and you can choose the weight that you want this person to be as well, so you know you can sync it up with the rest of the crew, and you just fill that space in the boat if you can't get someone to sub, um, and you all want to go out, or like, 
if you would rather just have someone to set the pace for you and to, to get you training. Um, so yeah, you can have like the exact weight, the exact power, um, and it's just called Romy. Okay. Is it? A f- is this a physical thing? Is like, are you talking about you putting a robot in a boat? So how does it row? How does it row? Yeah. Um, so I assume it just kind of you set the pace and it's like a simulated system, some kind of wheel that pulls the um, that pulls the blade you know correctly and at the right rate oh, well is it like a machine that you put yeah, in like the yeah like a machine yeah, and then it's weighted and yeah that kind of thing I mean I, I haven't seen a, a picture of it I've only read like a, a description of it but from what I understand it is like a rotary device that pulls the blade at the right yeah do you know um, what I think I think you've missed a trick here in that it should be called a robot oh, oh. Well, they missed the trick I didn't yeah. Yeah. robot yeah. oh if, if this isn't a thing then that was really well maintained Sophie mm-hmm. um, yeah this this is a cool robot. I'm imagining basically like a big dishwasher with an oar sticking out the side. <laughs> sort of like um, Wallace and Gromit's you, trip to the moon. Do you mean like a washing machine? Because that's what, ro- like, a dishwasher isn't rotary. That? No, you mean just something Actually, big and square-tangular. I'm also hoping it's got little white uh, gloves like Mickey Mouse. You can absolutely imagine it how you want, but it <laughs> probably doesn't have it that. Probably it probably doesn't, doesn't have, have that. that. You can also imagine it wears a little spotty bow tie and it looks like a dishwasher with a bow tie and gloves. All right, so if you don't need to take the piss. Terrifying. So it's a it's a roamy and oh. it ro- it subs for you when you need to, you can But it can only do stroke, basically. Right. No, because but you can it can do whatever you want yeah, to do. Yeah, but it can't do tricks. Well, like no, because it can't adapt to the pace of other people, so it, it has to make. Yeah, well, it, it could. It could do it if you wanted it, right? How, how could it? Adapt? You could give it a remote control that the Cox has. All right. <laughs> the my problem is this sounds bloody expensive. I know yeah, there's yeah, a lot. Ridiculous. There is a lot of money in rowing. Like a boat, you know, costs several grand. Well, like fifteen grand. It, it could go. It's, it's, go yeah, away. it goes into tens and tens yeah, and yeah, tens yeah, yeah. of thousands of pounds. Well, I think there's there's definitely a need for that. Like, I, I'm dubious about whether it is like a something in circulation but I bet someone's trying to make it definitely it or has put in a patent for that yeah well that's possibly the reason that it's only readable about like it hasn't no there's no uh, image or something yeah, yeah exactly that it hasn't surfaced I can imagine it patenting it's quite a difficult action to to like mimic right because it's I don't think it is at all well, it's, it's, it's a, a very mechanical action yeah. actually yeah, so. and does, the way so, you're does, taught does, it does, it's very rhythmic. It's yeah. It's very yeah. mechanical. It's very rhythmic, and it's very predictable, which exactly mm. is exactly what machines are. Yeah. Uh, so. Should be hilarious if it catches a crab and then just goes straight out the boat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was my concern. See, I would definitely like break something like that on Elbert Bridge. Just go mm. crashing through, and then the blade gets swung off, and then the dishwasher falls out, <laughs> <laughs> and the bow ties floats away. Exactly. Oh, that's tragic. <laughs> uh, Neural resident Cox, what do you think? There's a market. There's definitely a market. But I'm going to say this is something in the development stage. Yeah, okay. You think it's a thing? Yeah. Maybe not finished yet, but... Yeah. I think it is not a thing. I think it'll be too expensive. Yeah, I don't I don't think it's a thing. But I think it would be kind of useful. It's just so prohibitively expensive. I think you both underestimate the amount that people throw into to like rowing equipment and stuff like that mm. you know even sort of novice level things thousands tens of thousands of pounds going yeah. um but we do need to ask martin martin do you row uh, have you ever rowed would you like to row uh, and would you use this would you use the robot row me row me robot cheers for that martin uh sophie is it a thing 
No, it's not a thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I like this dishwasher thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the dishwasher <laughs> on the river. How <laughs> is that not a thing? <laughs> round two. Is it well, before we move on to the second round, has anyone got any cool things to tangentially slip in? <laughs> <laughs> Well, hmm. Did you know that the craze a few years ago, like the the sort of you mean the, the shutter sh- shades? Yeah, shutter shades. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. When yeah, yeah, they yeah. were popular in what 2013, 2012, oh, 2013? way before that, like before 2008. That? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Well, okay. They became popular. It was a Kanye thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. a Kanye thing, and then I latched on about five years later. Um, so I was sort of looking into the origins of these things, and there were actually Venetian shades, <laughs> like way back, I think, in like the 50s. I found a picture. I've got one somewhere, um, and I sort of really really hope because they were called Venetian sunglasses or something like that really? they actually did have like little I don't know drawstrings that you could put <laughs> that would change it so you could say oh I want, I want people to I want to be able to see out but I don't want people to see my eyes or but I want a little bit of light but not too much light but yeah that's that's not so I was hoping but no uh-huh. yeah. so there you go origins of the uh, of the shutter shades so Whoa. how like the shutter shades are they that, that we see today are they um, so they I'll try and find a picture actually they um the how do I explain this for those who can't see the actual shutters themselves the sort of strips of plastic that run across the um, the eye bit um, are at an angle just like Venetian glass cool. uh, Venetian shades actually are okay so yeah so you can only look down yes their glasses for the opening of Les Mis <laughs> I thought that it meant if you looked at kind of bright lights or like strobe lights or whatever you get that kind of experience of strobe lights when there aren't even strobe lights there if you move your head when you've got them on. Is that That's the point in it? I don't know, but that was how I That's used cool. them. You know what I wish was <laughs> I just sitting alone the, in your room. The <laughs> ceiling light. <laughs> Neural, would you like to go My second invention. Right, so this is called the better marriage blanket. Um, okay. Running marriage is the theme of the day. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Valentine's theme. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, we should have done that. Hello and welcome to the Valentine's Day special. We'll put that in at the beginning. We're only uh, a few of the inventions will be Valentine's. Only two. Theme. We're more than usual. <laughs> yeah. So All yeah, right. if you're if you're stuck for a gift for your loved one, you know what about the better marriage blanket? It could save your marriage. But no, um, how does it work? So. Any of you have uh, flatulence issues? Yes. Hmm. He does. Have have any of your partners ever commented? Carol has. Ah, your your lesbian best friend. My lesbian best friend. Ah, Okay, shout out to Carol. Hey, Gaz. Essentially what it does is it traps the odour of flatulence under the blanket so it doesn't move up through the blanket or up towards where your heads are. It hotboxes the blanket. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now that you've said that, I do realise there's an issue with then when you take off the blanket. Yeah, chemical warfare is unleashed upon the land. As you're sleeping, does the blanket get more and more inflated? (laughs) It's like rubberised attached to the edges. How much are you farting? A lot, mate. (laughs) Did you ever see the film Thunderpants? Yes, I did! That was great! Yeah, based on the true story. (laughs) (laughs) I think, okay, I think what it does is it negates the odour right um, it has 
something must be woven into its... I know you can get underwear that's got antibacterial properties. You yes. And it neutralises the stank. Like, there's also crystal deodorant that's meant to kill the bacteria in your pits, so you just sweat. Yeah, you? But... It doesn't work, mind. I've tried it. It doesn't work at no, all. I've tried You're it. just rubbing a rock on your arm. Why would it work? <laughs> <laughs> Marriage saver. Just start using deodorant. Hey. Yeah, I, I love that this is being advertised as a marriage saver, not an anti-fart blanket. Yeah. Like, someone clearly thinks that's the biggest problem facing modern yeah, relationships you know, today. The I, name of it, it, it's called the better marriage blanket. Do you know what? If, if that is the worst thing going on in my marriage, then something's going right in life, yeah. right? Like, yeah. if your marriage is stable and happy, but you fart a lot, and then the only thing you need to do to fix it is just have a deodorising blanket. Actually, I think more what that says is your farts are so bad that they're jeopardising the strongest partnership you have in your life. <laughs> I actually have written down on my list fart deodoriser, which is a, another great invention, which I'm not going to talk about now. But it, it's a pad worn to absorb the gases and, and deodorise them. So, like, this kind of tech is definitely around. People clearly think farting is a big problem. Well, I mean, going back to the, the, the menstrual conversation that we were having, uh, there's been a really very recent, I think fairly recent anyway, interesting development in the world of, like, menstrual care, you know, tampons and sanitary towels and things like that, and that is a company called Finks have released basically their pants that you can bleed into. They self-dry, and they have... I don't know exactly what it is, but something eats up the bacteria in the blood that means that it doesn't smell. And then you just wash them, you wash them as normal or on a high heat or something. And so there is, there, there are technologies for this kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Sounds quite clever, those. Yeah, yeah that sounds great. Yeah, yeah you shouldn't uh, wash blood on a high heat. Cooks it into everything, including yeah. like metal of knives. If you stab someone and wash the knife in hot water first, it'll the blood will stay in the knife. You've got to use cold water to get blood out. Oh, is this a personal anecdote? Uh, this, this is how my mum explained it to me. I was like, Mum, I've got a bit of blood in this clothes. And she was like, Oh, make sure you wash it cold. You know, you shouldn't wash anything with blood on warm, especially knives. <laughs> Thanks, Mum. Not after the last time. <laughs> Why do you think I'm on husband number two? <laughs> Guys, yeah. Do we think it's real? Yeah. I think it's real. Yeah. I'm going to go for real. Yeah. Sophie? Um, yeah, why not? Um, <laughs> uh, Monique, why don't you turn to your lover, ask them why they won't stop farting, and then tell them if you think it's real or not. Is it real, Nero? It is! Yay! Yay! I think we all got that. Yeah. yeah. Points akimbo. Anyone who's interested, this is thanks. Uh, so oh, they, they look, look nice. Look nice. Look so I, I have thought about investing. Okay. Sorry, no. And now on to Sophie's Ooh. second one. Okay, I've got cats. I like cats. Um, and every so often, I think that my cats don't look fashionable enough. <laughs> like, they've got fur, nice fur. We keep their coats in good condition, they eat well. But, you know, wouldn't it be nice if your cat could sort of simulate your own fashion style Ooh. your fashion interests so just like that thing of you know, pets looking like their owners you want to take that to the next level yeah and move it not into just the looks but the fashion the fashion exactly and I was saying earlier that you know I'm, I'm a function over fashion person, person yeah I am but this is a product that combines function and fashion and pets <laughs> so I the, mean what the big three so these are not just shoes for cats but they are Converse-esque shoes for cats and they are no less leopard print Converse 
shoes for cats. I love it. And so obviously <laughs> the fashion aspect is evident. I've sort of looked into this and you can get like human converse with leopard print um, and also with like prints of cats. And I think you can get personalised ones where you could probably put your cat on your shoes. Wearing Whoa. your wearing cat shoes. Wearing, <laughs> That's Whoa. meta. Um, but yeah, so obviously functional thing here is, I don't know, cold feet for cats. Sometimes they're little... Kitten mittens. So you know if... Um, if you're in somewhere with kind of slippy floors, like if you have a kitchen, a tiled kitchen floor, and um, sometimes cats struggle, especially with cold weather and whatever, or if it's like wet, they struggle to like, I guess, get grip from their little cold, wet paws. Um, so these leopard print Converse cat shoes are anti-slip soles. They're also like warm for their feet. And you get four of them and you can tie them up and they're fashionable and you can choose i i assume you can also get lots of different patterns so that you can dress the same as your cat well it sounds like something that people would definitely use oh 100 100 percent. it also sounds like i don't want to know them uh so question does it only come in leopard prints yeah that's my you get in tiger print because i think leopard prints a bit tacky and also yeah. I just get a calico cat I've not found Converse-esque ones that aren't leopard print, which I find really weird, but like, mm. I could have just not done enough Googling. No, that's fair. That's fair. I might not quite be on the right side of the internet yet. So it's... it's The Converse element is kind of key. Well, that it's the fashion thing, isn't it? Because right, you could get yeah. any old thing and stick it to a cat. Well, I want Yeezys for my cat. Absolutely. I'm sure this is something um, that the world is beginning to produce. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. You, I you think it's it. amazing. I'll invest. Before, before I ask whether you think it's real, would you? Yeah, would you get it? Would you yes. want it for your cats? Yes. No. Yes. Like no. animals hate having their feet. In That's clothes. why it's so funny. You you basically like tormenting animals, is what no. you said. Yeah, no. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. No, they, they just no, walk they funny. It. They just walk funny. Oh, no, no, they no. hate it. Wait, no, so I hate cute. cats. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna upset as many cats as I can. So it's for cat haters. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, me. Do you know when I was in New York, I saw loads of dogs with shoes on because it was so it was negative ten outside, and they were happy with them because they knew that they were protecting and their feet. And they were feet. wearing little dog gilets as well. Yeah, they were. Yeah, Like, they hilarious. knew, because and presumably their owners had put them outside on the pavement and been like, look, it's cold, <laughs> put the shoes on, and then they were like, oh, yes, this is better. Once you teach them that the shoes they have a purpose, they'll learn to love them. Uh, Lauren, don't just stand there, let's get to it. Strike a pose, there's nothing to it. Is that a thing? God, yeah, I think it's probably a thing. What's getting Please, me is... Can we just have a contract that none of us will ever use these? I won't sign <laughs> It's that. the leopard print only thing that makes me think it's not real. Because why... If you've why got, leopard print? If you've got a machine for making cat converses, why would you only use leopard print fabric? So I'm going to say not a thing. I'm going to say it is a thing. I think the leopard print is funny because they're cats. It's no, I get why it's funny. Yeah, I just think there's, no, it's oh, not well, funny, though, is it? I think it's hilarious. I love it. I think it's functional. It's is it cute. cat paw shaped, then? Uh, yeah. All right, is it real, Sophie? It's real. Yes! Hey, show us oh. a picture. Oh, I love it. I love oh, no. it so oh. much. I love it. Oh, my God, I love it so much. Oh, they are converse as well. So good. So good. So good. Oh, my God. I need them. So Neural's going through some stuff. They're about your size. I need them. <laughs> 
shit, man. Oh, they are currently unavailable. And they don't know when it'll be back in stock. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Maxi. Hey, Maxi. I can tell by that glint in your eye that you've got an invention to share with us. So... D- open your mouth and lay it on me. So I, I did an app earlier. I'm going to do another app because I'm feeling happy. Hey! hey! Oh, I want to go. <laughs> Basically, this app is the to-do list that deletes stuff you don't want to do. I use productivity apps like calendars, to-do lists, that kind of thing. I'm quite reliant on those. I used to be very disorganised. Now I'm only quite disorganised. Mm. Thanks to... Wonderlist, which is my to-do list app. Productivity apps are getting better and better. So there are more and more interesting features being added, some clever automations and stuff. This one, I really like. This is a to-do list app that if you don't do something for a long period of time, it will just delete it. So it's a productivity app that deletes all the things you don't want to do. So it's pro procrastination <laughs> and then if you pay for the paid version it's pro 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 <laughs> so if I like put on my to do list app that I want to go to the gym and I put a reminder on say for like on Saturday I'm going to do that and then three weeks later I still haven't gone to the gym and I haven't ticked it off it just removes it I could, like you can set the ways in which it does this so you can make it like a bit more I mean, it sounds a bit crazy. It can sound. It can be more no, sensible it's, than that. It's, it's, but it's a to-do, you, sorry, it's a to-do list for realists, right? Who exactly. Like accept that sometimes you are a useless tit. And I think it's actually quite clever because I find that if, if I've got a, like, a list containing like fifty things, and because they build up over time, right? You add all these things in, you never end up going around to them. It becomes almost daunting to start using the list again and start tackling the tasks so if you just never get around to these things which could be very meaningless yeah it gets rid of them for you so you've got an actual achievable realistic to-do list it's actually very zen it sounds yeah. like my alarm clock it goes off and if it keeps going off it after about 10 minutes it just switches itself and accepts right uh, yeah I, so you I'm not. you keep it going for 10 minutes well if you sleep through it or i just turn over turn it off and go back to bed how do you sleep through an alarm for 10 minutes you, it's really not hard to do sleep you just do nothing <laughs> yeah, no, but I get woken up by it. Well, it's like an anti-to-do list. It's a to-don't list. Because Ooh. by definition, you're not doing the thing. But then, so why put it... Mm, no, I just... What if yeah. it's something on your to-do list is like, mm, check the brakes on my car, and then you don't do it, and then you regret it. It's a fair concern. <laughs> it doesn't... You won't, because you'll be dead. Well, I think ah, it has... I can't point. regret That's the insurance dead. policy on yep. that. You know you have, like... I think you can tag things as like important so if you like star it then it, it knows that it won't delete that because that that becomes like important my issue is it with it is rather that if I were choosing like this market is saturated really really saturated in terms of productivity apps to do this that sort of thing yeah. you know they come for free on most phones as well mm-hmm. um, so you actually have to actively want to be really really productive when you go out and choose to download one of these apps Mm -hmm. and if I were choosing from a selection of things I would want the one that is going to make me the most productive and not one that is kind of secretly quietly going to encourage me to procrastinate or encourage me to like leave things and know that they'll go and get swept under the carpet you know swept under the carpet that kind of thing like it's not you want to be held accountable I want to be absolutely I there needs to be a cause and effect 
what this sounds like is a fun, quirky idea that we get an article written about it in Wired and a short <laughs> bit in Ars Technica, and then no one would use it and everyone would move on. <laughs> Hannah, why don't you forget to listen to the podcast today and not tell us whether you think it's a thing or not? <laughs> yeah, do you think it's a thing? Uh, personally, I don't because I think that the market is too saturated and no one, no one wants that. <laughs> I want that. I mean, it is a terrible idea. <laughs> it's a good idea. <laughs> I don't think it's a thing either. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, it's not. It's one of Maxi's ideas. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a Maxi chance. original. <laughs> I think that's quite good because I have like I used to do this like religiously but I'll sort of use them I'll take everything off in like one day and then I'll wait four days before I come back to it so I end up with like I don't know I might have like 50 things and I'll just never get around to doing them I've got here record hitnap and we, we actually did that so we took that, <laughs> we'll that off Woo! that wasn't deleted <laughs> no. alright final one Freddie Riddell hey so picture the scene you're a la 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 And that's my product. You're a lonely bachelor in a shower. You've got you've got the shower blasting away all over your face. You've you've soaked up your hair, and you've got some suds in your eyes. But you want some more body wash. Oh, you can't open your eyes. Can't see where you're going. But you need to find the bottle of body wash somewhere. But it's just so tricky to find in the shower. We've it's a it's a it's a problem. On the other hand, also, you're a bachelor, so you're really lonely. Um, Introducing a product that solves both of these uh, problems simultaneously. It's something that you affix to the wall, and it's sort of the shape of two boobies, and you fill one with with hair gel, with hair, with shampoo, and one with body wash, and you sort of squeeze the boobie, and the, the gel comes out into your hands so, when- so it's a soap dispenser but it's boob shaped yes wait wait we need to ask the real questions here where do you put the conditioner that's the uh, that oh, that that's the total recall third boob that you nestle <laughs> on top I don't think bachelors use conditioner that's <laughs> why they're alone that yeah, such alone. conviction <laughs> Okay, so this is like an anti-Valentine's Day thing. Yes, that's going to get you. For the lonely man in your life. God, can you imagine if you went on like, I don't know, you've been seeing this guy for a while and you came around to his house, you stayed the night and then you were like, oh, can I have a shower in the morning? And then you went into the shower and you found that. (laughs) You'd be like, and we're done here. Oh, this one's the keeper. (laughs) No, what I think is almost worse is if before the date he goes, oh shit, my shower boobies, and he hides them under the sink. And then... You walk into the bathroom and there's no toilet paper. Yeah. Ugh, bachelors. You go under the sink and then you find shower boobies under the sink. <laughs> I think that's. It's like awful. you've just discovered your your boyfriend is a psychopath. <laughs> Could you have them in bath, the kitchen? Bubble bath. In the kitchen, ketchup boobies, ketchup boobies, salt boobies. I mean, staples in case you need to do some office work. This definitely Human exists. Boobies. <laughs> Human boobies. This is one of those hilarious prank presents, isn't it? Like this is the perfect gift. For the any man in your life. No, it's a utility. It's a genuine utility thing that you use for business meetings. <laughs> Should we ask um, Leticia? Hey. <laughs> oh. Whether yeah. she thinks it's real. Is it real? Whisper it to your boobies. Yeah, tell your boobies. <laughs> That's the noise it makes when you squeeze them. <laughs> 
know, you've ever squeezed a boob. No, but Neural sneeze is exactly like a bottle of ketchup that's almost empty. Yes! <laughs> yeah, when it lets out of it, it's kind of squirty yeah. and horrible. Oh, wait, that's My sneezes are adorable, thank you very much. Self-proclaimed. Okay. Sophie, is it real? Um, yeah, let's go for it. Neural, is it real? I think it's the kind of thing they sell at that the back wall of that... Yeah, you know that tiger? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joy. Yeah, 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 Joy, the back wall. It's like mm. quirky gifts for your boyfriend or brother or whatever. Yeah, get your brother a pair of plastic tits that dispense shower gel. Yeah. It, it almost certainly exists, though. This is definitely real. It is thankfully real. Yay! How much can we get them for? I think £25 I saw them for on Amazon. That's not bad. They're high-quality mammaries. £25? That's very expensive. That is a lot of money to spend on what is ultimately a shit gift that will not someone said that to me. A bottle that you're going what? to dispense High-quality mammaries. <laughs> that is a compliment and a half. If you're listening on SoundCloud, don't forget you can uh, you can subscribe to How Is That Not A Thing on iTunes, on the podcast app. Le- why not leave us a review? If you give us five stars, we'll, maybe we'll read it out next week. I'll promise that. I'll read out every five-star review on the podcast. If you've got any suggestions, tweet them at us. I'm at McClues. I am at underscore AB. I am at, at gin underscore and milk. Uh, just search Rebecca Black. <laughs> and you'll come up. And Sophie's at Sof Sof. Yeah. S A U F S O P H. Sof Sof. Well, thank you for listening to How Is That Not a Thing? See you next time! Woo! Woo!